0: Welcome back to Adulted Friends. This is the discussion-based podcast where two former childhood acquaintances, now friends, discuss the things that adverb Josh. Egotistically.
1: Egotistically is what I was going to say, but I was trying to figure something else out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like our on-the-nose adverbs. Yeah,
1: let's go with it. Egotistically matter.
0: Things that egotistically matter. And I'm egotistically,
1: that's your adverb of the week.
0: Oh yeah. (laughs) It's been a while and i'm aya i'm josh and today we've got episode 46 we're talking about the ego so what does it mean to have an ego is having an ego a bad thing is having a bigger ego a bad thing is bigger better bigger worse when it comes to ego i don't know let's find out let's talk let's find out (laughs) let's find out stay tuned to find out
1: no we're genuinely curious we have no idea if bigger is better or worse
0: let's let's get
1: let's get into it back it's so good to be back
0: Mm -hmm. it sure is I mean it's been a while since we recorded but
1: yeah it took a little break
0: one thing I didn't miss was you saying that but
1: you did miss it come on you had this nice warm fuzzy feeling when I said it
0: oh is that what oh that's what you call like that kind of feeling of irritation almost like something is scratching at your it's almost like the sound of nails on a chalkboard but just verbal I know
1: I didn't realize you were so into nails on a chalkboard because that gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling inside. (laughs) You do like teaching chalkboards. I don't know. It's your thing.
0: Yeah, no, I, I use a whiteboard generally. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what we've got at the university unless you're in like one of the older classrooms these days. So I bring my own little whiteboard things and then you can erase it and it's, it's real nice. It's
1: fancy. Before we ask you to teach us a little bit about the ego.
0: (laughs) I wasn't planning on doing that, but okay. (laughs)
1: Because you're a teacher. Uh What's going on? How have you been?
0: Oh, uh, I've been all right. I've been pretty busy. It was uh, a lot of marking, lots of other stuff because I feel like I've talked about this all the time but like I'm taking courses I'm teaching courses blah 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 so I'm done teaching now we just have some exams but uh yeah it's all coming together
1: and you're giving the exams
0: I'm giving these yes so I should clarify I'm the one giving the exams not the one taking the exams isn't
1: that so much better to be giving the oh it's exams so
0: much better it's such a weird thing because they're all stressed and stuff and I'm like la, la, la oh I can answer your question oh you need to go to the bathroom I'll take you how's your exam going oh, like my
1: God. Do you have empathy for these kids?
0: Of course, yeah. I feel for, I feel for them, of course, yeah. Really?
1: Because when do you become that teacher that stops caring like the ones that we had that stopped caring?
0: Well, I don't know, but I told you I got like a whole letter from one of my students that was talking about how I'm like, I mean, speaking of ego.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> tell us, tell us, Samaya. Uh,
0: I mean, I could read it for you, but that oh, seems, that seems a little it. too egotistical.
1: This is the episode to do it.
0: It's like, a, it's a whole page. Oh my God. I actually have two. One, so one student, on my last day or on our last day like one student was like walking around and I was like what is he doing and he was getting all the other students to sign a card for me and he wrote like this beautiful thing in Spanish and he's like one of the best students you know Uh, like he's just great and there are lots they're wonderful if they're listening to this you guys are great they kept asking if they were my favorite class and I I can't I loved going to that class. It was at 9.30 in the morning. You know how I feel about waking up early, but we would sh- I would show up and they'd be like, hey, Aya, we're listening. We're doing the hurdle. Can we do this? So we would like do the hurdle in the mornings. Do you know what a hurdle is?
1: I have no idea what that is.
0: Do you know, what, you know what the wordle is, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I know what a wordle is. I've been doing that every night.
0: Oh, so hurdle, it plays like a little bit of music. So it plays like two seconds of a song and then you guess. And if you can't get it, then it plays you another few seconds. It's pretty fun. Oh. Yeah. So we would play that together.
1: Did you do any teaching or?
0: That was before the class actually started. So, that was like if I showed up early and there were a bunch of. No
1: wonder you're the best teacher ever. Can you imagine?
0: No. The thing about teaching university is like I always feel like I have to give them their money's worth. Like, you can't, I I feel weird going off topic too much because I'm like, these kids paid so much money to, or their parents paid so much money to be here. Like, I should really teach Spanish the entire time.
1: Or the student loans paid so much money for them to be there. The
0: student, yeah, OSAP paid so much money for them to be here. So, yeah, no, that was pre class. Anyways, these students kept asking if they were my favorite. And I I kept saying like, all my classes are my favorite in different ways.
1: They were up there for sure.
0: (laughs) Kind of true, but I- (laughs) I really loved this class. Like they were really just, ah, oh, there were, there's usually like one group of students who like get my jokes and are like really into it. And they're like, this is our favorite class in this class. There were like four different groups like that, like separate. And eventually they all kind of became friends with each other. And it was just this big group of friends who like loved class. And I just, ah, oh, it was so much fun. I loved it.
1: Would you say that being a teacher with all of these subjects that are praising you really helps inflate your sense of self- Oh my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like every time you feel like that's <laughs> a sense of
1: self-importance.
0: Definitely. And like when they leave the class, they're like, even the quiet ones that you're like, do they hate this class? They're like, I love, I really, I really like the class. Thank you so much. And I had one girl, she was like, you're so patient. Thank you for helping me with this thing. And I was like, Oh, you're, you're welcome. Like I didn't even, I don't know. I could talk about them all the day.
1: Did it change you when you heard that? Did you go home thinking I'm the fucking best?
0: maybe the first I think like the first years I was teaching it really like it's really weird to like get that kind of praise from people too because like I remember how I felt about teachers I liked and it's kind of weird to be like you feel a little like I don't want to say you feel like a rock star but maybe like a stand-up comedian like some people really like your act some people aren't that into it but like
1: people want to come up there and slap you in the face
0: exactly yeah sure that happens plenty so yeah so I have a letter from one suit okay I'm just gonna I'm not gonna read it because that's too much even for this episode even for people who are egotistic egotistic enough to have a podcast about themselves one second
1: that was a Will Smith Chris Brock joke by the way for anybody who didn't catch that not pro-violence everybody
0: in the world knows about this look at this letter (laughs) Josh look at this
1: wow and it's it's got great handwriting
0: yeah, it's pretty good.
1: I mean, I think it is. She's
0: a science student. So she was like, I've never had a teacher who like truly cared this much and like showed me. I don't know. It's a whole thing. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you. Although I did read it to my mom and she got all like teary eyed. She was like so proud. Oh, and they gave me um tulips. So I have like a bunch of tulips. What? And <laughs> so this was the last day and the, the kid that had gotten everyone to sign the card came and gave me the card and the tulips. And I was like, oh, thank you. That's so nice. They were like, we really love this class. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, well. Thank you to you guys. And then they all clapped.
1: The standing ovation or? No, sitting ovation. Oh, Maybe next year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've never had anyone clap for me. I was like, I kind of wish I had this recorded so I could just be like, look, look what they did. They started clapping. Anyways, that was quite the boost to my ego. Yeah. As you can imagine. Yeah, I won't read this whole thing, but you said something about teachers not caring. And she was saying like, I've never had a professor that I felt truly cared until this class like oh. and she's in fourth year she said I was a diamond in the rough uh, when it comes to professors
1: you know what you're setting the example I know no I mean you should I, I mean we'll get into this she gave but... examples
0: too of why I care she said do you want to hear them no yes, I'm, I, do I, want... I don't know this is so off topic right? no now. I want to hear
1: them in a oh second I just want to say if you do good if you do something right you do something that makes an impact you should feel good about that I really do think that that's not something you should minimize. I mean, I don't think we should overemphasize things, of course, but you shouldn't minimize the good you've done either because we should all be inspired to do the same because obviously you've set a good example and you're not just like a good teacher in the sense of, I remember a high school teacher back in Lucas. I think it was our history teacher. Everyone loved him. He was the best high school, best history teacher mr hayes and it wasn't because he was really good at teaching history
0: he wasn't yeah
1: it was just because he let you watch movies all day long yeah because he didn't do any teaching and i know i think we know better now no
0: i'm a teacher gets really excited about grammar so like i'll be like oh my <laughs> god i'm so glad you asked that question i'm gonna i'm gonna go
1: yeah to so i think the fact that you get to be perceived as a great teacher for actually teaching for actually doing your job and doing it really well um, that's that's a true not. success right there
0: Just pile it on. Let's hear more. Everybody inflate my ego, please. Go on.
1: Explain the, what are the four (laughs) things? The
0: four things.
1: You just said there's four things. Did I miss it here? Oh,
0: I said, oh, she gave like examples. The letter?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She gave examples of like why. So she said like, you know, I, Having you as a teacher after four years of undergrad studies gives me some you, ability sorry. to reflect. That's probably where you got the four from. I've never had a teacher be so compassionate, caring, and accommodating. I've never had a teacher tell me to check my test for areas I could get more marks. Cause I told them, like, look, if you can find something, I'm happy to give you more marks. Like I make mistakes too, or maybe I miss something. I don't care. So they did. Some of them did. That's fine. It was a little annoying because I had to remark some things, but I was like, you know what? You want an extra 0.25. I'll give it to you. If you found the spot where you deserved more, that's fine anyways yeah so she thought that i truly cared and then she wrote yeah so she gave me these scrunchies that she made so she said the purple is a western purple and the yellow is because you're the light in what can be a dark and difficult time in students lives Uh, oh
1: my gosh
0: i know know, she's and she's such a like engaged student this
1: person's love language is clearly gift giving (laughs) maybe and like (laughs) words of of
0: words of um oh my god
1: all of them you're right it's all in one she was like i don't know what your love language is so here's everything (laughs)
0: And actually, yeah, and she also asked to give me a hug after her, like we did these evaluations at the end, like individually, and she was like, can I give you a hug? And I was like, yeah, of course so she was sweet I mean and and like she like did all this stuff but there were a lot that were just like oh my god this was the best class like you don't know how sour we are that it's over like are you teaching next year and it's just it really like fills you with ego (laughs) yeah that's where I feel the warm fuzzy feeling I almost feel as warm and fuzzy about them telling me these things as I do when you say oh it's so good to be back
1: (laughs) (laughs) I understand not quite as good but that's okay it's understandable (laughs) yeah oh oh yeah well you deserve it okay you deserve it enough
0: about me oh my god me and my ego yeah like I can just I'm just sitting here talking about myself as we do on this podcast so what's been going on with you ego (laughs) or non-ego related I don't
1: know if this is ego related uh you remember how I did those clinical trials
0: I sure do Yeah. Were you doing more? I did another
1: Um, clinical trial. I did. I stayed in a clinic for 10 days, tested some- Show us your arm. (sighs) Look at this.
0: I'll describe this. Uh, Josh has uh, a rel- uh, It's not huge, but it's big enough. It used to be.
1: It used to be It looks like
0: the kind of bruise that used to be disgusting, and it's still slightly- It's like a yellowish green bruise on his arm. It was like
1: that, but like across my arm because Yuck. of the catheter they put in my arm basically they would draw my blood over an extended period of time so they put a catheter in my arm actually they did in both arms and two different days the other arm went better this one they hit something and it, yeah i bruised up my arm
0: yeah
1: yeah that wasn't fun It was a lot of procedures lying in a bed it's weird because usually you go to the hospital and or you go to a clinic or whatever and they're doing things for your medical benefit yeah but this is <laughs> now you're just
0: doing things for money
1: this, well, for other people's medical benefit, I guess. And you to, might say, like, to
0: our overall understanding of blah, blah, blah.
1: No, I mean, like this drug, things. it was for idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. Oh. So basically, a type of chronic lung disease.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought idiopathic just means like you don't know the cause or like you don't know what's going on exactly or something like that. I don't know.
1: Maybe. I, you might be right.
0: I'm not that kind of doctor.
1: Me neither. I don't, I'm just saying things. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so let's
0: move on before our ignorance shows. No, this is the
1: drug that they were <laughs> using to try to help with that. This is the first time it was being tested in humans. Before that, it was tested in dogs. <gasps> yep. Sorry. The dogs were fine. Apparently the worst they felt was nausea and some weight loss. How do
0: they even know they felt nausea? They can't ask no. them.
1: They asked the dog. The dogs told them. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: don't know. They don't know if they feel nausea. unless They, they
1: did. Eat. They probably tested it on a husky.
0: And the husky was like, <laughs> I'm nauseous. Why? Do huskies talk? I don't understand. Huskies totally
1: talk. That's the joke. No. They whine at you, but they, yeah, that was a husky joke. Okay. I don't, I don't have a husky, but I wanted to do a husky joke. I
0: don't know dog breed jokes. You have a husky? <laughs>
1: No, I, w- I wouldn't mind having a husky. Yeah, I
0: like those. I think they're like really difficult. Like they're very intelligent. You have to train them. I feel like that would be good for you to have like a, you know what would get you on a schedule? A dog. A
1: dog. Yeah, well, I'm not allowed to have one here. I wish. I One day I'm going to have a dog for sure. But anyway. Would you
0: get a dog or a cat for
1: I've had cats. I love both. Yeah, me too. I could go with either. I'd love to have a dog sometime. Yeah. But yeah, so I did this thing. Yeah, it's good money. So lets me continue doing the things I want to do. Like... Mm. Pursuing the arts, Mm -hmm. and I don't have to go do a weird nine to five. Mm -hmm. It takes up all my time and energy and happiness. So, well,
0: that's a good way of looking at it.
1: Yeah. Other than that, yeah, just pursuing my uh, filmmaking career, Mm -hmm. my writing. Hopefully, I have more to share on that front soon. Yeah. But uh, yeah, why don't we jump into ego? When you were telling me your story there, and I was telling you, like, oh my God, that's so great that you know, you deserve that praise. Good for you. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of something involving my ex-girlfriend Z. It just reminded me of a conversation that we had because one of the things that she would do, and she could could tell you this, right? If I was feeling down about something, Mm -hmm. if I was feeling like, oh no, like I might not succeed at this or that, and I'm a little depressed about it, she would go out of her way to try to make me feel better and say, no, you can do this. You're really good at this. You're really good at that. That's nice. You know, as people often do. Yes. But if I came to her and I was like, look, I just got this award and I just did really well at this thing and I just made this movie. I just wrote this script. She would do the opposite.
0: (laughs) Oh, to humble you? And
1: she would often try to bring me down. She would try to bring me down. How? She would just try to... What do you mean? How are you going to imagine? all the like ways. What's it's an example?
0: Well, what do you say to someone? Like, I just won this award. Oh, that's nice. Like how do you, <laughs> or like, oh, that's not a big deal. Like how does someone bring down from that? Yeah,
1: pretty much. Okay. Lots of people win awards. Oh my <laughs> God. That's terrible. I
0: mean, at least pretend to care. Like, to No, no, no. She purposefully
1: <laughs> she purposely didn't. She purposefully didn't. Oh. And I remember asking her about this at one point. I was like, you know, certain times you seem to really want to lift me up. At other times you seem to bring me down. She, she
0: thinks there's like some perfect balance that Not she it. Exactly to yet. get to she, is that <laughs> she
1: thought there was some balance that I wasn't at um, and when i come to her that she needed to bring me down because she thought my head was too big right you know my ego was like talking and so the problem with that though was she didn't understand that sometimes I wasn't coming to her because I, my head was so big I was actually feeling insecure hmm. and I would come looking for that support you know I would come looking for somebody to help yeah. lift me up and I would be kickstarted in the process you know what I mean
0: right like what you just did to me when I was like talking about my letter and you were like, that's great. No, you're doing like, you're good. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I wasn't imagining that your head was so big already. I was making jokes about it because I didn't think that your head was too big. Right. I think that you were really, really proud and happy about that. I am. Yeah. But it's not like you're like, of course, I'm amazing. And everybody would send me <laughs> such a letter. Well, not out Like, loud. why hasn't this happened already? <laughs> like, there's a part of you that thinks you deserve it, I'm sure. But still, <laughs> actually, when I told her this, she she actually apologized and she said mm. she understood that. And I also understood where she was coming from. But, you know, it was a misunderstanding, too, of where that was coming from. And it wasn't just coming from having a big head. Mm -hmm. It made me think about that and that idea of like keeping praise on somebody and worrying that you're causing them to have, you know, to feed their ego, as we say.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, like the difference between how it feels to talk about like to be like, oh, I won this thing or oh, someone said this thing and how it might seem from the outside. Like someone could easily interpret that as like, look at this person with their big head bragging about all this stuff. But it's like really they're there like I did this thing. Do you think I'm good enough to have done? this like are you going to validate me right now or are you going to yeah you know there's
1: such a weird relationship we have with this in society yeah. like we want people i feel like z there her whole thing was a microcosm of mm. this thing in society yeah where we want to lift people up when they're down but we want to pull them
0: down when you they're know, yeah. we
1: want to pull them down when they're up because we have this idea that oh no they're too yeah. we just attribute a lack of modesty and a lack of humility right i think it's also because we don't understand what humility really is is. We can talk about humility a little bit too, hmm. but we often think of humility as honestly just somebody who doesn't say that they're so great. <laughs> it doesn't mean that they don't feel it or they don't, or is humility thinking that you're not so great? Right.
0: Because if they're too self deprecating, then it's like, oh, that's too much humility. Like that's too, that's yeah. being negative. Is humility There's just like-
1: lying? Like, what is humility exactly? Like, is I think I'm amazing, but I'm just going to act like, no, 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 no.
0: Well, I imagine that that's not the only case where someone has accused you of having a big head, Josh.
1: (laughs) No, I don't get accused of that very often, thankfully.
0: okay. No, I think that people in your profession have to be a little bit, don't take this the wrong way. Self-promoting. You, you're good at self-promotion. Yeah. yeah. And some people might interpret that as like, or again, don't take this the wrong way.
1: <laughs> There's a good chance when <laughs> someone starts off by saying, Don't take this the wrong way. I know. I'm to take okay. That you're allowed to take it the wrong way. way,
0: but I don't mean it in a bad way. You are very, you're highly verbose. I don't know how to say you talk a lot in a nicer way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry
1: you said it in both ways there you go (laughs) like
0: you know you but it's such a genuine like you know what I like like about the word verbose doing it while yeah what what is it Josh
1: (laughs) you're saying someone talks a lot and fewer words
0: (laughs) okay well that works I think you're like genuinely just excited you're to me you're like a little kid who's just like overflowing with energy and excitement about life and all these things. And sometimes it might come across as maybe because we knew each other as children. I think like to a stranger, you might come across as like, who is this guy? Like, is he talking about himself? But it's like, Of course, like most lots of people talk that the thing you know the best is yourself, right? So of course you're
1: gonna talk about yourself. I've mentioned this before, like me and like my best friend back home, Roman Mm -hmm. and I, we would like we grew up together and we grew together, right? And kind of bouncing off each other. And he and I, the way we would always talk to each other is just we just talk at each other constantly, right? And Mm it wasn't I kind of didn't learn right off the bat to just ask and dig obviously I would ask questions and stuff when I talked to him but I didn't need to because he would just tell me oh I see and I was the same way if there was anything to talk about be like hey dude this is just what happened today right and then I realized not everybody's like that like if there was something for him to share he was just gonna share it never
0: had to give him an opening to talk about
1: yeah we were so open with each other other people are not so open yeah and I had to kind of learn that I just kind of assumed If there's something they're gonna tell me they'll tell me I'd love to talk about. it, I'd yeah. love to listen. Yeah. I would had to learn how to be a better question asker, actually.
0: And you have. You're much better now than you were as a
1: six-year-old. I've actually worked at that. Also because I am curious about people. So that journey to become a better question asker wasn't the hardest for me either. By the way, just bouncing back to the humility thing, because I think I was trying to define humility really quickly. Mm. I think that's a hard one. I think that's why we skipped it. Mm-hmm. And we could even talk about that in another episode if we wanted. Yeah,
0: we'll have a whole episode <laughs> on
1: humility. Maybe. But I just remember one of the best Kind of definitions for humility or understanding of what that is came from a rabbi back in London, and he had said that humility isn't thinking that you aren't that good or not, you know, skilled in the thing that you're skilled in or whatever it is. It's understanding that that comes from, it's not all coming from me. It's understanding that there's a higher power above you and. I can see your face right now. I got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the higher power. I'm telling you what the rabbi said. Hold up. I know. Right. Why are you giving
0: me rabbi quotes?
1: Because <laughs> rabbi quotes Sometimes. are, rabbis are smart. All right. Sometimes. It okay, can be. Yes. Yeah.
0: I'll listen. Right. Often.
1: They're very learned people, you know? I'm
0: learned. Yeah,
1: you are. I've been in
0: school for many years. <laughs> Sounds
1: like your ego is getting affected right now. Aya. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: like. you're <laughs> responding. Like out of e- are you, are you a,
1: responding out of ego right now? Or are you responding out of, maybe there's something for me to learn here, even though this doesn't sound like. Okay. It's yes. Heart.
0: Maybe there's something for me to learn here let's hear it
1: so he said it's understanding that this isn't all coming from me you know there's a higher power that we can attribute you know that is responsible for some of this you know if i'm really really good at sports yeah i worked really hard for it but it's also to understand you know god gave me this body and this ability and a good family so Okay. I mean, it is now why do I like that? Okay.
0: Right? Uh, let's take out the God part because we could say yes. that like, yes, you are not yep. solely responsible for your yes. achievements, like yes. maybe your parents or maybe your siblings or maybe your teachers or maybe just your circumstances, the fact that you were born where you were born when you were born. Makes everything and the way that you were like your health, yeah. all of those things. Yeah, I understand. You're getting that.
1: to what I was going to get to.
0: Okay. okay. But why God? Why can't you just say circumcision? Oh my God.
1: Okay. Like- obviously, okay. a okay. rabbi is going to come. Obviously, the rabbi is going to come from the God perspective, right? But it's the same idea. Okay. Fine, right. God. Whether it's well, God, but- whether it's a higher power, or just an understanding that it's not all I, 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 me, me, me. Like, what is ego? What does the word ego mean?
0: It means I. It comes from the Latin for I.
1: I right mm-hmm. okay so this is what we're getting at right here right that is the ego getting in the way when we're saying I am responsible for all of these the success that I have mm. it's all me 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 I'm amazing and it's good to it's an important thing to recognize that it's not all happening in a vacuum whether it's because of your family whether it's because of your socioeconomic circumstances whether it's because of your genetics whether it's because of the other people who so
0: combination help, of all of support this. you in life <laughs> so,
1: it's usually a combination of all these different things. So humility, I think, and actually, you know, this rabbi helped convey this to me, this meaning of humility, even if I don't always necessarily use the specifics of saying it's God. Humility is recognizing that it's not just you. It's recognizing that your successes and your achievements, you know, are built upon a foundation Mm -hmm. that was contributed to by those around you that's why you know and then when you start saying oh no no don't please don't you know i appreciate that but i it's... say i say come on yeah Just please. or we use humor to get out of it and say like oh please <laughs> keep the praise on me yeah. keep it coming i could use it today mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I explained that very well, but
0: No, no, I think you did I I mean, I think
1: those two are very linked I
0: get it, like I think that it's essentially just Recognizing that you're not the only reason That you are the way you are You're not the only reason that you got to what you are Yeah, you're a percentage You're one part of an equation yeah. that got you to where you are I get it Some
1: people, but, instead of saying God, they might say the universe Or whatever, although okay, that's both a Both little... of those are annoying, but yeah, yes, yeah, yeah I, okay. I, I understand <laughs> the meaning I don't feel like being so anti-God today I'm sorry, Aya Oh, All right? I'm in
0: such an anti-God mood <laughs> Just because like Like, think of the ego on that guy. Like, you know, in the Old Testament, he's like, I am your only God. Like, he's such a jerk. Like, relax, buddy. (laughs) I'm your only God. You're not allowed to look at other gods. He's like a jealous jerk. Is it really about that? It's like a controlling. Yes, it's that bad.
1: Or is it really for you?
0: So bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was so relieved to discard my belief in God.
1: I feel like I know what the rabbi would say to you about that, but I'm not the rabbi. So
0: what would he say to me?
1: No, no, no. That's another episode. Please, Josh,
0: be a proxy. (laughs) We
1: gotta bring a rabbi onto this, and then I want you to respond the exact same way.
0: No, I don't want to sit and offend someone's beliefs. Like (laughs) no,
1: it's not going to offend them because they obviously like anybody if you believe they
0: love talking about that stuff. That's what I'm saying.
1: You want. I don't you, want to
0: talk about it with them. Well, they enjoy they have, it too much. They're like, ooh, a non-believer. Let me latch on. Like, I don't want to listen to that.
1: Well, because obviously it's not coming from a place of, you know, especially the rabbis and, you know, the other Jews that we know, their belief systems are not just coming from faith for them, right? It's coming from a sense of logic, you know, something that they've studied and learned, whether or not that logic holds up is Yeah, up for debate. Yeah. (laughs) But it is coming from an education. Okay. Yeah. Like I can't speak for someone else because you still think it's me (laughs) talking. I can see your face.
0: All right. What size ego is best? Um no, we're talking about let's go
1: back a second. Let's
0: do a definition. Let's
1: define ego a little bit more.
0: Let's define it. Yeah.
1: What do people often think when you say ego? Like what comes up?
0: Well, I think people like generally when you say ego, you're referring to insert definition here. A person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance.
1: And if someone has a big ego, then they have like an inflated sense of self-esteem or self-importance, right? Yeah, they
0: got a big head. Yeah. They're full of themselves. They start every sentence with I. I do this. I do that.
1: So you would say that bigger is not better.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, bigger in this case, not better. I I think in many (laughs) cases, bigger is not necessarily better. We're talking about like houses and stuff, right? Like you don't need that big a house. You don't need that big a car. Like Uh, just take up a normal amount of space. Need? I don't know need a bigger mug of coffee.
1: I mean, I don't know. This is America that I live in, at least. Yeah. And bigger is better here, okay? It's like in... You you (laughs) gotta supersize everything.
0: You know, in community when they're like, how is this a child size pop? And it's like this giant tub of soda (laughs) or pop, whatever you want to call it. And they're like, oh, it's roughly the size of a small child.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, in Europe when I went there, I remember their large is like our small here in America.
0: Nobody needs that much you don't need that much soda i do though but that's why people there are supersized like that's why you guys are not you specifically i don't know i can only really see your neck up but like that's why <laughs> obesity is such a pandemic there. like everything's bigger is better is canada is hey, Canada's
1: not much better okay it's
0: a little better it's not
1: much better it's the same it's the same thing i don't think so the extra large is same. also in canada okay
0: mm, it's not the same size
1: supersized things at mcdonald's
0: it's not Oh, are you talking about obesity or sizes of drinks? Or are we talking about both?
1: I thought they were related. Weren't you just relating them? I mean, <laughs> there's, probably like,
0: there's probably a direct correlation. Um, let's see. Oh my God. <laughs> in Canada versus the US. Okay, yeah, yeah. Among men, the prevalence of obesity was over eight percentage points lower in Canada than in the United States. So 24.3% compared with 32.6%. And among women, more than 12 percentage points lower. 23.9% compared with 36.2. It's
1: a little bit better. Also, healthcare is better there. So whatever.
0: That's true. I knew you would say that. And I agree yeah. with you. That is true. Yeah. They go to the doctor and the doctor says being obese is not good for you. And they say, oh, okay, I guess I'll have a medium coke. Yeah. So having
1: an inflated <laughs> sense of ego is also associated with things like narcissistic tendencies, naturally.
0: Hmm. You love talking about narcissism. A
1: superiority complex mm-hmm. and being self-absorbed. I think I have those. So when someone has a big ego, again, I, 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 me, me, me. Actually, even says, I'm reading a bit of an article here from Psychology Today, and it says, in other words, if a person has a big ego, it means that they are very caught up in me, mine, and I.
0: Do I have that? Can we do a test to find out if I'm a narcissistic asshole?
1: (laughs) Now, I'd love to talk about narcissism as its own topic sometime. Okay, okay. I mean, that's a big topic. Mm. This We're obviously going to touch on a little bit of narcissism, but having an ego or having a bigger ego doesn't necessarily mean that you are a narcissist, but then narcissistic tendencies start to creep in the bigger your ego is. Now, I also think having a big ego, is it something you always have? Is it something you could just have in the moment? You know, these are questions Mm -hmm. too. You can act with a big ego in one circumstance and not in another. Like, I don't think I have a big ego when I'm swimming, you know, like I'm not a,
0: I'm a terrible swimmer. Yeah,
1: me too. I can crap on my swimming all day long, but when it's something that I really is core to who I think that I am, something that I define myself with I think that's where ego can start to creep in a little bit right so for example I define myself as a storyteller right I think of myself as a oh
0: my god oh sorry sorry I know it's not I'm so sorry (laughs) are
1: you trying to trigger my ego right now what are you doing
0: (laughs) (laughs) no can I just can I just say something I don't know what it is in like the past five to ten years like people saying I consider myself a storyteller is like I've heard it way too much what I just everyone everyone I haven't heard this what are you talking about psychologists yeah, they're always saying people are, Everybody's what? saying they are they consider themselves a storyteller. Oh, it's really a bit story.
1: Well, as someone who actually studied, I have a degree in neuroscience okay. and no, filmmaking. Not... I feel like I can actually say I define myself as a storyteller.
0: I know. Well, yeah, you can say it. Those people can say it too. It's just it happens a lot and it annoys me. And I, I don't know why. And I'm sorry, Josh, this isn't about you. I'm so sorry. You're trying to tell me something. Go ahead. I just wanted to share that.
1: Also, a lot of people are so afraid of having or being considered to have an ego about something that well, there's
0: such a thing as having a healthy ego.
1: Yes. Yes. Is there a
0: word? Oh, a healthy (laughs) ego. Yeah. Healthy ego. I think so. It's not good
1: to have no ego. Can you have no ego? Well, Mm. Can you remove the I, the I be mine?
0: Well, there's something called ego death or ego dissolution, which some people actually strive for through things like meditation. It's kind of a more sort of mystical thing where you lose that sense of the self as me and you see yourself more as part of the world. It sounds yeah.
1: more like it's an attempt.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things where like, it's more of a transcendent.
1: It's a perspective that you try to reach because it's...
0: Well, people who meditate really intensely would say, no, you do feel it. But... Well,
1: it's hard to remove yourself. From you because you are you. So it's really a, it's got to be a perspective.
0: Well, no, I mean, you're talking about the physical, but the idea that I live as me separate from everyone else and separate from the world is they would say like an illusion that's the illusion of the self so if you meditate enough if you maybe take lsd you would feel yourself connected to everything if you
1: give yourself enough brain damage well you might not consider yourself i mean i have this belief See,
0: you're not taking this seriously no
1: i'm taking it seriously to
0: me this has more like this is better than like uh, god's behind everything god is no sorry. this
1: is good stuff and i am not i am taking it seriously no, i just don't okay. know if you can complete i think it might be lying to think that you can completely remove it for example i don't believe there's such a thing as total selflessness, complete selflessness. I think that anything that we do, any intended action, I think we've talked about this before.
0: We have, we have the intention. What is it? Self-interest
1: versus selflessness. Yeah, I do believe that it's ultimately self-interested, right? It doesn't mean that it's selfish. Selfish is just, you know, taking all the cookies in a jar. That's selfish. But recognizing that leaving the cookies for other people around you, we say, oh, is that selfless? Well, actually, I think that's in your best self-interest. But it is still in your, it's recognizing that it is good for you to give to others. So even in that, right, you're not removing the I. You're just putting that I into a better perspective, into a society, into a community. Yeah,
0: I mean, the thing that I'm referring to, I think, is usually more in like spiritual disciplines where they're like, you know, the goal is to feel like you're one with everything. And you don't see another person as someone else, but you see them as part of the same. Well,
1: then you're still I. There's still an I in there.
0: Yeah, technically, maybe, but you stop. Yeah, uh, you know what? I, I'm not an expert okay. on that either. I'm just I'm just trying to tell you that
1: that exists. That that's yeah. Uh, look at see how how hard Gee, it is when you're trying to tell me about something else, God. and I start attributing it to you. Yeah, what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's something important in there, right? This idea of trying to remove the ego, or at least or minimizing the ego, because the ego. I think we can talk about how the ego has, there's a benefit of having an ego there, obviously, but it gets in the way a lot, right? And it gets in the way, in my opinion, of growth. Okay. Because what does the ego want to do? The ego tends to deny weakness. Like it doesn't want to look inferior, right? People have a big ego. They say they have a superiority complex, right? So... If you are to look inferior in some way, your ego kicks in and goes, No, like
0: mm, someone like Trump who's always just like, I'm mm-hmm. no, no, I'm the best, I'm the best word, I have the best words or whatever. It's like, can you just admit that you need some help? Well, he's I a understand.
1: pure narcissist, right? He would tell you that he's an amazing if it was about swimming, he would tell you he's the best at that too. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter what it is.
0: The best swimmer. I don't know how to do that. I don't want to do a Trump impression anymore. Yeah.
1: Whitney. Yeah. Okay. He's no better swimmer yeah. than I. There's other swimmers out there, and they'll say, "Donald, Donald, you're the best swimmer. I've seen you do the backstroke. I've seen you do the butterfly. Butterfly is the real swimming technique. You might have heard of it." <laughs> I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. okay.
0: I mean, it's a lot better. I like. I've I don't know. Do it so.
1: depends on the day, right?
0: Yeah. No, it's not bad. Okay. So
1: superiority complex for people with a big ego, but right. the ego gets in the way. Often
0: behind that, there's very low self-esteem as well. Is that um, what you're saying? Like,
1: no, I wasn't actually going to say that. Well, it depends. Okay. Sometimes. It kicks in because people are, there's a fear. Actually, what I read is that ego denies weakness. It doesn't say that you totally believe that there is none. It's literally denying something that Mm. you probably underneath that, you know, is there. It's like this protective layer Mm -hmm. that you have to try to fight back insecurity that you have. Mm -hmm. But here's the problem. We need to recognize those flaws, those weaknesses, if we want to grow. How do we improve on ourselves if we don't accept that they're there in the first place? Yeah. Right. You know, I've worked with actors, for example, that have a pretty big ego.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah,
1: it. happens often.
0: Did you have one who was like, I do everything in three takes is the maximum it'll take yes. me or something like that. Yes,
1: exactly. There was a girl once who said that. She said, it's only going to take me three takes maximum. And then I have it. You'll never need another take for me. And I literally, in order to work with her, I had to put the blame for any problems on me. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, unfortunately, it might take longer because of technical issues and Again, like it was such a
0: that's so weird.
1: It's ridiculous the fact that her brain was saying that. Like there's no way, no possible way that she could err in some way or not understand what I was trying to say or want from her. Anyway, that's definitely an inflated ego right there, or inflated sense of self-importance. Mm-hmm. I've also had it where I've worked with actors who, when you try to tell them that maybe they didn't do something quite the way that you wanted, they take that as a personal attack. And now they start attacking you back and trying to tell you how you as a director messed up mm-hmm. and how you as a director didn't do a good job in explaining, or that's not what you asked to them. They did exactly what you asked to them. So clearly it's your fault. The thing is when I'm trying to make a movie, I don't give a shit whose fault anything is.
0: You just want it done.
1: My initial reaction to that has always been, oh, yeah, absolutely. You might be right. Maybe it's me. Maybe I didn't give you a good answer. Well, just so you know, it was you and it wasn't me. Oh, Oh
0: my God. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, good to know. I'm never hiring you. (laughs) Bye.
1: It's happened before. And the thing is, it gets in the way of I'm watching a performance that isn't coming across right. Whether it's my fault or their fault, Mm -hmm. they're going to be on screen later. And if we don't get this to where it needs to be, people are going to be able to watch that. Just go, oh, that's not very good. So did their ego help them in this case? Is it helping them become a better actor?
0: No, it's not. Is
1: it helping them look better on screen and help them in their career in any way? It's getting in the way. I literally had to push past their ego and work around that in order to get their performance better. Ironically, if I succeed at that, they're probably going to watch and go, aha, my ego is working for me.
0: And you're like, he no, was mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was me minimizing my ego.
0: Right.
1: And that's what I think, you know, when you're talking about ego death and all that stuff, I don't know if that's fully possible. Maybe it is for some people. I don't know. But I do know that it's good to kind of get your ego out of the way when you want to see results. Your ego is not helping you see results. Does it matter if your idea is the best idea or does it matter if the best idea is the best idea? If you're working in a group and you want to make sure that you guys as a group win, that you have the best presentation or project or whatever it is you're doing, take the best idea. Don't just take your idea. Your ego is going to tell you that your idea is the best, right? That's an inflated ego right there that's when you want to Work on be it. like, shut up, ego.
0: <laughs> yeah, some balance would be helpful in that case. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, do you agree with that? Is there a case where it is good to have more of an ego?
0: Well, I think it can get in the way to constantly question. It's a good thing to question yourself, but it's also a good thing to have enough of a healthy sense of self-esteem self-esteem is a better is essentially what you want healthy self-esteem so you don't need that outside validation all the time because I think a lot of the time Mm. when we talk about someone having a big ego we're talking about someone who either acts so self-important that they don't care what anyone else wants or they're often kind of overcompensating for that low self-worth or low self-esteem at least that's how I see it sometimes so I know I'm thinking of one person that uses I a lot in sentences and she'll be like she tells the same stories over and over again be like Oh, when I was doing this, I did this and it was like this. And it's like, nobody asked you. And she almost acts like she's always in an interview, like in a job interview. And it's like, no one asked you. I've already heard this story. Like, I'm not sure. And I think it's her kind of repeating the same things over and over again to try to almost like tell herself those things and to like reinforce what she wants other people to think of her. Because I think ego is a lot about what other people think of you. It's not about how you think of yourself. Someone who is comfortable with themselves doesn't necessarily care who is one who was wrong and your example it's
1: worrying what other people think of you is what you're saying it's it's
0: worrying what so that girl insisting no but you're the one whose fault it was that this was wrong their ego cares very much that you know whose fault it was and that it wasn't theirs yeah they care that everyone around
1: is more about everybody watching around
0: yeah whereas someone who's comfortable with themselves has like a healthy ego yeah or healthy self-esteem is like I I mean, I, I'm fine with whatever happened. I just want the best outcome kind of thing, you know? Yeah.
1: This is a good example. Again, Yeah, going back to that, this actress, I remember it was important that everybody around heard this. And to me, that was very embarrassing, right? Or it could be very embarrassing if I was focused on that. And if at any point, like I couldn't take that, I could have said, you know what? You never mind. The take is great. Let's move on. That would have hurt all of us. It was really hard to work with that. Mm. You know, actually this person, I have worked with them again, since I actually talked to them about this and things have gotten better since then so this specific example is one where i you know not just to say this is a person who's like this i think people do have the ability to grow Mm. and acknowledge these things A, a pure narcissist i don't think they do not really. Donald Trump isn't really, I don't know if he's speaking from a place of insecurity underneath it all. I don't know. I think he actually thinks these things. It's, it's delusion. It's real delusion. I think you're right sometimes. Sometimes people are actually using that to cover up the insecurity, mm-hmm. and other times it's a full-on delusion. Mm-hmm. In this case, I relate or contrast this actress, for example, with another actor I've worked with who it's like the opposite, mm. where you know, I, I'm like, let's do another take. And he immediately thinks, oh my God, what did I do wrong? Mm. Please tell me how I can improve. I, I, I'd love to hear it. I, I don't want to mess this thing up for you. And it's like, you're great. I just want another, ta- I just want to try it another way. See if it, you know, we'll have two different options you know it's all right you can tell me you can tell me if there's something I didn't oh, man. And it's, you know and this guy he's the sweetest person on the planet you know but he actually could stand to have a little more self-esteem
0: right because then you're not always trying because it's kind of hard work to lift people up constantly too either you're like navigating around a giant ego or you're trying to like pull them up a bit so that they're functioning <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know. it is a balance I think that we are always looking for mm-hmm. in ourselves and in general and I think society does a lot of things to I don't know, to make this harder, right? The way that we see news articles about celebrities and-
0: I think like what you said about your ex being kind of a a microcosm for what the world does. I Mm -hmm. think you're right. Like either, oh, look how humble they are, even though they're amazing. But if they think they're amazing, even if they are amazing, that's not okay. Like, you know, there's supposed to be some- Exactly.
1: Is it okay to think that you're amazing if you're amazing?
0: (laughs) I mean, there's
1: some people who get away with it. Like, look at Russell Brand. I feel like Russell Brand's one of those guys who can be oh, like, a I'm a, yeah, you might think that, but some people love, they like, if he's like, i think, like, amazing. Some people respect people for saying that.
0: Who's that rapper that says he's amazing? What's his face? Oh, Kanye West. Yeah, that guy.
1: Kanye West is a narcissist. Right. Definitely oh, is dealing okay. with some mental illness. Oh. Right. He's got some huge delusions. He and Donald Trump have a lot in common in many ways.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there is something about having a healthy ego. Also, we didn't even mention that ego is often used with psychoanalysis. Freud. Oh, yeah. Shut on Freud a bit.
1: So, like, shut <laughs> on Freud for a second because a lot of the ego <laughs> has a more, I would say, scientific kind of terminology to it, but it's not actually. Let's
0: call it. It's psycho. I would
1: call Freud scientific
0: psychoanalysis. And that's yeah. What it is. I mean, like, an. I don't think that this is his worst idea like it kind of makes sense to think of the, yeah. the brain this way like you have the superego the ego and the id. Yeah. So the id is like all the unconscious needs, desires, all it's that stuff. It's the child
1: like instinct, I want I want this, I want that with no yeah. sort of no
0: higher order thinking kind of no Yeah.
1: There's no critical thinking about that stuff. It's just the it's Just
0: the, I want. This is what
1: initial I what I want like you're a toddler.
0: Instinct, whatever you want to call it. Yeah 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 exactly and then the superego is like society this is what must this is what is the proper thing to do these are the laws these are the laws this is what people will think in, in like it's supposed to be in like a pro-social
1: society kind of way
0: and then you've got the ego that navigates
1: mediates between the, the two word. yeah so example ah oh, this person is angering me i want to murder them the id might say right yeah. and the superego says um the law says that murder is illegal And so I recognize that that is not something we can do, but like, but I want to, but we can't, (laughs) you know, but according to the law. And the ego mediates between the two. Yeah. What might the ego say there?
0: Well, the ego is supposed to mediate between the conscious and the unconscious. So the conscious being the superego. I don't know. The ego might say, I don't know. Well, what am I in?
1: Obviously, you can't murder anybody here because they're upsetting you. But, uh, but
0: maybe I'll poop in their pancakes. <laughs> I <don't
1: know>. Wow. <laughs> maybe the ego would say that. I don't know if the ego would be right, but it's guess it's better than murder. It's mediating. I don't know if it would find an exact compromise, Aya. <laughs> anyway, whatever. It's know. Freud. Freud. Freud had ideas and they were the basis for a lot of it was the basis of what psychology is today doesn't mean that everything he said is accurate but his type of of stuff
0: is nothing is in
1: fact much of what he said is not accurate and it's not based in science it's just these pie in the sky ideas that he had. but the way that he thought about things that way he looked at Mm -hmm. mental health and the brain and all that stuff it did help propel us forward in the field
0: okay well that's yeah Yeah, but that doesn't mean so we didn't really shit on Freud. we just more said like there are some
1: interesting no we can shut Freud's ideas still you know you want to talk about the oedipal complex and all that stuff oh my god
0: that stuff's so crazy
1: electro complex yeah he has these ideas penis
0: envy I do have a little bit of penis envy just in that (laughs) you guys can like pee everywhere it's just I envy that other than that I'm fine there's
1: advantages and disadvantages of all of these things yeah I have I have vagina envy well in some ways you should yeah
0: do you have uterus envy you can never carry a baby
1: um I don't know if I envy that
0: you don't want to go through like nine months of horrible discomfort and then like, <laughs> traumatic experience of pushing a little human out
1: you know now that i think about it very much envy that yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i don't envy it no i mean no yeah.
1: pain no gain <laughs> oh my god yeah i can get those parking spots
0: <laughs> what are those yeah those stupid parking spots with like the little uh I procreated. I deserve a better parking spot. Come on. Come on.
1: I mean, if you're it's not because you just procreated. I think it's because you're literally a bit disabled.
0: Well, it's it's also got like little strollers. Like, screw you. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know. I
1: like these aya takes. I think we just <laughs> okay. need to have a section that's like, and now for an aya take and then we oh, get to have you is, just comment is, on something in society. You really need to be doing this as a stand up because
0: I mean this is a very unintelligent... like I'm just complaining that <laughs> new mothers have parking spots. That's craziness. Oh, also- they
1: get to have somebody spot on a bus. I read this Am I the Asshole Reddit bit recently about, did you see this?
0: Reddit? you read it? I
1: know I do read Reddit. I just never post in Reddit.
0: Uh, I don't post either. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Am I the asshole? It's one of the best.
1: Yeah, it was basically this girl who didn't give up her bus seat to a pregnant woman who like basically okay. demanded it from her. Oh my God. And she was like, I recently hurt my knee. Like she was yeah. recovering from something and she could hardly stand on it. Mm. But the pregnant woman was just like, You seem fine. Like I'm pregnant. You should be giving me your seat. You're young.
0: Screw you, pregnant lady. And
1: then the person behind this girl was like blaming her like why didn't you give up your seat for her and it's like oh my god, everyone in the reddit there's like why didn't he give up his seat
0: <laughs> yeah yeah who's this guy no that's ridiculous reti- i mean i get it's not always a choice to bear children but like Come on. Like boo hoo. <laughs> I mean, I've never been pregnant, so I guess I can't really uh, I can say whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boo hoo, I'm carrying a baby. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can we talk about something really quickly speaking of ego yet again? Yeah. So, our mutual friend who we've had on the podcast twice.
1: Oh, Amanda had Bell. Had a Amanda had her baby. We should probably. Yes, bring- this is a really weird segue to bring that up is. after what you just said. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Amanda knows. I was just thinking of pregnant people. And then I was like, oh, I shouldn't say this because there's probably pregnant people that I really like. And then I was like, like, Amanda. Wait, Amanda had a baby. Oh, my God. You just
1: shit all over pregnant people. And then you're like, oh, my God, her friend just had a baby. <laughs> she did. She, it's a very cute. I could
0: and- separate those things. I can compartmentalize. I'm not thinking of this pregnant lady and thinking of my lovely friends who, but I, like, I there's like angry, annoying public bus lady demanding a seat and then there's like my friend who had a baby so it's just different but yeah her name I'm super excited so Amanda texted me like, Hey, just so you know, we might, our first choice for the name is Ayelet, which is my name for anybody who doesn't know.
1: Yeah. Aya is short for Ayelet. And
0: I think they're calling her Aya is short. Oh my gosh. So I have a little like name buddy. Look
1: at that. named after you. Isn't that cute? You don't ever need to have a kid now.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. She'll carry on the family name. You know what's fun. So like, obviously I realized that Amanda did not name her child after me, but there is something to be said for, like, usually if you come up with a name and you know someone with that name, it's usually like, eh, I don't want, like, if I was going to have a kid and someone was like, let's name it Josh, I'd be like, hmm, like, I know a Josh. So the fact Josh. that
1: she named a kid knowing that she had a friend named Aya and yeah. still named the kid Aya makes you feel like, wow, I must be amazing.
0: Well, it's like, she must not hate me at all. I don't know. Like, like she must not. Wait,
1: are you saying that there's a little bit of you that hates me?
0: (laughs) How that came out? No, no, no. I just mean like, she must know that. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> how else to put it like I realized that it was because they liked the name uh-huh. but like at some point if you don't like the person who has the name you or like or even yeah, <laughs> yeah <just> exactly
1: like, <laughs> yeah no matter how much you like the name Donald
0: exactly it's ruined forever yeah exactly yeah or even just like I'm just kidding Josh if I would I would no, I wouldn't name a kid Josh, but, like, maybe I would. I, I, I would not name a kid Josh. Oh my God. That was the worst. That was the worst. I'm I so love
1: sad. the hole that you're in right now.
0: Yeah, I don't know how to dig myself out. Like, I can think of a few people who I'd be like, I know that person, and I'm still okay naming my kid after that with their name. Yeah. You know, so, like, I felt like, oh, you don't hate me. Not like you like me, but like Okay, so. Anyways. Public
1: mazel tov. Congratulations. Yes. To Amanda this is not about
0: me. This is about Amanda. And her. And little baby Aya. Little baby
1: oh. Aya. I yell it because last time we had her on, she was talking about pregnancy and being pregnant and, yeah. life-changing events and i guess she just experienced a pretty massive life-changing event and i hope mm-hmm. it's going great for her and we'll hopefully talk to her soon about that
0: that was very like professional yeah. of you that was so
1: professional oh my
0: god <laughs> yeah you're like i is in a hole of her own making i'm gonna just professional out of it that's
1: right i was trying to do that yeah. speaking of ego getting in the way of growth <laughs> no i was just thinking about famous people where that happens
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: you know what i was actually just thinking about who who's that Vladimir Putin.
0: <laughs> I did think of him when we suggested ego. I don't think of him as like a famous, I guess he is a famous person. He's not a celebrity. Well, he's infamous more than famous.
1: Now he's more infamous than anything for sure.
0: I mean, he was kind of infamous before, like KGB agent, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yeah, true. No, he's not
1: a good guy for sure he's definitely mass murdering Ukrainians right now. Uh It's a whole thing. We won't get into the whole conflict. But I was just thinking about the way in which, I don't know if you've been hearing some of the behind the scenes there, his decision to invade Ukraine in the first place. So Putin is an autocrat, right? He's a dictator. He is ruling kind of with an iron fist. And when people cross him, I mean, when opposition crosses him, for example, he has them poisoned and killed. There's that one guy, this critic, Navalny, I think that he mm. like poisoned and survived. And now they're worried they're still going to go after him.
0: Like the journalist?
1: Was it a, a journalist? I don't know, it was a critic. I don't know. if okay. he, Maybe he was know. a journalist. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He poisons and kills people all the time, opposition, but also people in his own party, if they disappoint him. Like you've seen any movie about any evil villain leader. Yeah, he's like, right? and then they, he just has
0: this like little evil chuckle like hey, he'll probably rot in jail
1: <laughs> <It's> like, oh. <laughs> you disappoint me what you say you spent 10 years in prison in siberia we let you go up there you have a fun time think about what you've done
0: how many episodes have you been waiting to get your russian accent
1: in? now i feel like it was actually worthwhile to throw that russian accent in. There. <laughs> so right. putin obviously punishes and threatens the people around him that are closest to him when they disappoint him as well and you can imagine how this I can say it contributes to you know an inflated ego, or maybe it's because he had an inflated ego in the first place. But he obviously thinks he's like hot shit, right? He's mm-hmm. the amount of power this guy has. I mean, he he's in control of more nukes than anybody in the entire world. Russia has more nukes than the United States. Yeah. They can destroy the entire world. This one man has the power to destroy the world. So yeah, he probably thinks he's pretty great. This is where I think his ego can actually get in the way. You think of this guy who has this kind of power. And the you know, the Russian military is supposed to be pretty great, they say. And they go and invade Ukraine. Ukraine, to Russia is like Canada to the United States.
0: Well, we were never part of the same. I don't it's mean a little different. That's right? not what I mean. We were not part of a American Union. I don't, I don't mean the history. <laughs> <laughs> that's my version of the Soviet Union. Uh,
1: yes, Ukraine once upon a time was part of a Soviet Union. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, okay, it's a country that is adjacent to it that is much smaller. Like Ukraine we're has
0: smaller than the U.S.
1: Canada, yeah. yes, it is in terms of people.
0: It's more like German and Austria. In oh
1: the, my God, so. I. Uh... <laughs> I'm just saying like
0: it's not really the same
1: it's the same let me explain how it's the same all right it's not exactly the same obviously i'm explaining a similarity okay, all right fine, fine, fine canada has 38 million people and ukraine has 43 million people they're about the same population wise i don't know if you realize this and you have this massive superpower like if america were to invade canada It's like this massive superpower, Russia, has invaded Ukraine.
0: I see what you're saying. It's much,
1: much smaller. Okay. It's like a foregone conclusion. You're thinking, wow, Russia's totally going to annihilate Ukraine. And no one's doing anything. I mean, we're trying to help give weapons here and there. But like, everyone's afraid to get in the way. Why? Because Because
0: nobody wants to piss off Putin and make him. Because
1: he has nukes and he can destroy the world. Yeah, essentially.
0: Because like, why? Even if it's unlikely. It was pissing me off too, like, that they weren't just declare a no fly zone i didn't realize initially that a- declaring a no fly zone means you actually have to like destroy the on like you actually end up attacking russia
1: yeah that can cause world war 3 you have
0: to go into there start
1: a war yeah. directly you have to
0: enforce the airspace yeah yeah
1: exactly yes
0: so i do understand that but it does feel f- it-, it is frustrating yeah. to be like a spectator watching this happen and nobody's doing
1: yeah it. and being like wow there's nothing we can do but here's the amazing thing the ukrainians have been holding off the russians mm-hmm. Not only have they been holding them off, mm-hmm. they've inflicted massive, massive casualties on the Russians. Yes, but and yes, someone explained it like this to me: it is a tragedy for Ukraine, but it's a like disaster for Russia.
0: But Russia has so many; they're just sending more. They don't like Putin. Doesn't care about his people. He's just sending more of them out there, and then just like blaming Ukraine in the propaganda, so that the Russians who just lost their sons. Are You're just- saying he
1: doesn't care, but here's the thing: so the amount of sanctions that uh, the word sanctions, obviously, you know. People like, well, what are sanctions? Like, is that really going to do anything? But the sanctions on Russia right now are insane. It's like the worst sanctions anyone's ever received ever. But it's
0: not hurting him or his oligarchs. No, it's hurting. hurting
1: Well, it is actually hurting the oligarchs. The oligarchs have been sanctioned too, and their yachts have been taken. And basically- A little
0: bit, but like-
1: Everybody but Putin, yes. Everybody around Putin is being squeezed, but that's putting massive pressure on him because he is still the head of a country that could rise up against him in one way or another. And yes, right now he's still pushing forward with an assault- but the amazing thing the thing that i wanted to touch on here and the reason i'm bringing this up and again we could talk more about russia ukraine sometime mm-hmm. is the fact that you know apparently like these soldiers the russian soldiers when they entered ukraine they had like their backpacks didn't have extra food rations and stuff like that they had victory uniforms parade uniforms yeah
0: they thought they were just gonna walk in and they thought and they were gonna, gonna scroll in them. yeah
1: yeah they literally thought that ukrainians were gonna like throw flowers yeah, finally oh Thank and thanks for saving us. us. Thank you. Yeah. Putin, from what I've heard, literally didn't know this. He didn't have an understanding that this wouldn't happen, even though it's obvious to the rest of us. Mm-hmm. He didn't know this. And you wonder why? Why couldn't this man who's so powerful in the world know something so obvious? And what it turns out is that, and by the way, his soldiers, like people are getting, they were not prepared. Ukrainians are fighting for their survival. So they are doing a really great job at holding off a much larger force. And now, from what I understand, Russia's not even trying to capture Kiev, the capital right now anymore. They're focusing on parts of eastern Ukraine that were already contested or whatever, or you know that there were separatist factions, and they're actually backing off. And in some ways, the Ukrainians have won. For now, yeah, yeah, yeah they... yeah.
0: they, I mean, it's a good, it's such a cost, but yeah. But
1: why? Why were they able to do this? But there's so much larger. Well, it's it's very force. different
0: to be fighting for your home and to be like sent out on a yes, mission when you don't really know what you're doing. It's not just that.
1: It's not just that. All right. It's the actual organization of the you know the Russian attack and what Putin knew and didn't know. And the thing is it turns out his own generals his own people they're afraid to tell him the truth right because of how he'll respond
0: mm. so they're not telling him like oh they're not throwing flowers at our feet they're actually like shooting us <laughs>
1: like- i mean i don't know at which i don't know what specifically they're lying about at what time mm. but throughout they led him to believe the assault was going better than it was Uh they led him to believe that things are going according to plan they led him probably to believe that we can absolutely do this assault that you want to do in the first place Mm -hmm. when it's probably not a good idea and yeah Yeah. they're going to respond
0: yeah nobody wants to be the person to tell him like sorry buddy it's not happening
1: yeah Yeah, they're going because it's what he's wanted right he was 69 years old uh probably wanted ukraine for his 70th birthday it's understandable he
0: wanted ukraine for his 70th birthday yeah
1: he's turning 70 you know probably we're like hey who would like ukraine let's say something i would like a nice little gift to me uh, too soon josh what do you mean to make fun of putin it's never too soon
0: i know no it's just i don't know i don't like thinking
1: about it's really horrible what's going on i do think i mean i use humor to deal with that stuff
0: i know me too i just yeah okay.
1: yeah the fact is things are going worse for him and for russia yeah, i'm just gonna boil it down to this because of his ego and this happens to a lot of leaders of horrible leaders in history with big egos Hitler for example right many could argue he lost actually to the Russians at the time if you know your history Mm -hmm. because of his ego he wouldn't again what his people were telling him and what he believed he was capable of he
0: wanted to be the first one to take over he
1: pushed into Russia and all his soldiers were dying of cold
0: yeah Yeah, it
1: was crazy into the Soviet Union and he's just soldiers died on mass because they didn't know how to fight over there and when it looked like it was going bad, he still kept pushing because what does the ego do? It denies weakness and it doesn't ask for help because it doesn't want to look inferior. It doesn't know how to quit, right? These all apply to people like Hitler and now we're applying to Putin in this scenario. Is he smart enough to know when to quit? Does he know how to pull his ego out of the equation enough to save himself from what this is going to do or is it going to be his downfall? Because this could very much be his downfall and a lot of horrible, monstrous autocratic leaders, I do believe their ego was their downfall. And you can see how that ego led to, you know, how they treated the people around them and how they end up lying to him because of it Mm -hmm. and telling him what he wants to hear. Because the truth is, we need to know our flaws and weaknesses and address them and admit them or else we can't grow. And then it ends up becoming our downfall. If we don't grow, the opposite happens. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I just I was relating it to obviously big world events, but we're talking about ego on the small scale, but this is ego on a large scale. Like one man's ego and the thousands and thousands of people who are in pain and dying because of an ego. So an ego can be a very scary thing, especially an inflated ego.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a, I think that's an important connection because it's not just talking about, yeah, on an individual level. I mean, an individual can make a difference, especially if that Mm -hmm. individual unfortunately has power.
1: Well, I just want to ask you, do you try not to listen to your ego? Does your ego kick in sometimes, Aya? Let's talk about us quickly, you and I. Uh,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I I have an ego sometimes. Like, I think that part of you that gets offended sometimes when someone tells you something is wrong and you take it as like something about me is wrong. It's like you take it as an attack as opposed to like yeah either it's circumstantial or maybe it is something I need to work on. Yeah, I, I have an ego about certain things, I think. Like like what you said earlier, it's the things that I think I'm expect myself to be good at. So you
1: identify with, right? It's exactly. like that's it's what you say you are. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So there are certain things where like I'm almost like afraid of criticism because it'll make me question my self-worth or something like that. Right, because
1: you attribute that to those things.
0: Yeah, I like to hope that I'm at least self-aware enough that I can kind of navigate that and be like, okay, this thing doesn't define me, I'm okay.
1: (laughs) But you can even (laughs) say by saying that how hard it is, right? It's difficult. It's something that is a higher type of thinking.
0: Yeah, there's lots of terms with egos, right? I think I have a fragile ego sometimes. Like I try to not too much, but like, I mean, if someone might say. That something I think that I'm doing well is not going well, I might go on the offensive or like it's sort of a self protective thing. But I, I'm trying to be better about that. I'm aware of it at least. But uh, awareness
1: is the first step.
0: Awareness is the first step, yeah. I mean, whatever. I'm fine. I'm awesome. It's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm
0: just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was a joke because it's funny. I like it. Now you have ego to and then I'm being egotistical. You know, it was
1: clear that it was a joke, but the fact that you're oh. overdoing it now. I felt like I had there's... to
0: explain it because I was worried
1: that people might actually think that I think that I'm awesome. Well, why not? Which maybe
0: I do, but not in like a way that I would say like I think I'm awesome.
1: Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid that people think you're awesome?
0: Well, because I think not. that you
1: think you're awesome.
0: Well, there's lots of there's lots of things I could improve on. And it's like, I'm aware of that. And anyone who knows me realizes that if I say, I think I'm awesome, I'm joking. Why? I'm not like a Kanye West narcissist. Why am I joking? Does that mean
1: you're a narcissist? You were afraid of being considered narcissist. That's a thing, right? Or
0: I'm afraid that if I, you know, like if you say that you're good at something, it's like people are primed to see that you're not like, oh, that person thinks they're so fucking good at that. I'm going to analyze and find, oh, no, they're actually not that good. You know what I mean? Like, Uh I don't want anyone looking for my flaws. Like, don't look at me. It's fine. Just let me sit here and be however I am.
1: What if it helps you grow?
0: Well, I don't think you need to tell someone, I think I'm awesome. Can you give me good criticism, constructive criticism now? That's not what primes people to give you constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. I think there's a way to get that kind of criticism. And it's more like, hey, this is something I'm working on. Can you help me? I don't need to be like, I'm awesome, criticize me. Yeah. That's like you're gonna get the worst criticism. It's just gonna be like, no, your nose is too big and you're ugly. I don't know. Or other things. <laughs> that was, it's very specific. Josh, what about you? What do you think of your ego? Let's talk about someone else now. You know, <laughs> hiya. yeah,
1: what's up? Well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the things people have told me about me, and I think it's true that I do. Is that I tend to protect other people's egos. I'm very aware of other people's egos and what they're, you know, where it comes out with them and where it often it is a point of insecurity, I think, like you said. And I do that, you know, you need a certain, t- it's funny, sometimes I don't have tact with people or I choose not to have tact. Other times I'm so tactful because I'm very aware of, <sighs> Especially because of what I work in, right? In this industry, like I said, if I'm working with actors, you have to know how to navigate. Yeah, actors
0: got big, big, big egos. Often. Well, a
1: whole bunch of people in this industry. You have to know how to navigate. And directors.
0: Oh my God, the worst. Yeah. Directors <laughs> the are the directors, worst. Like, right? I want my vision of the world to come onto screen. Oh my God, like relax. Yeah,
1: buddy. they want to play God, right? How much more do you get to can you get?
0: Especially if they're writers and directors, they're the worst,
1: uh-huh. worst type. We all get your Joe Gaia. <laughs> oh,
0: and, you know, even if you find someone even one step worse, writer, director and an actor in their own movie, like, uh-huh. oh, my God, get over. Oh, yourself. my God. <laughs>
1: so navigating people's <laughs> okay, I'm ego. Sorry. I'm going to ignore you. So, sorry, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so navigating egos is a thing especially in my industry but that's something that i I pride myself on it i don't know i i just find myself doing it a lot and some people say josh like stop trying to protect their ego so much but i'm like you know what I- <laughs> things are gonna go so much smoother if you i
0: love that you're being like so you're not being egotistical but you're like bordering on egotistical about being good with other people's egos i'm so sorry continue now. there's a reason i'm saying oh, this. Like, I'm I'll, sure bring it, is, I'll bring it i'll bring it back
1: I'm sure at all. If works. I remember, if I keep getting interrupted, I'll totally forget. <laughs> and then it'll just sound like I'm the egotistical loser. Or is it winner? Winner. Winning. <sighs> oh
0: my God. I'm talking about Josh, Okay. Just, yeah. Finish your story. Finish. I'll stop interrupting now. you. <laughs> I, you've been interrupting
1: me so much. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: You're good at navigating other people's egos. Why are you so good at this? How are you so amazing at this? Josh, oh, no. Tell no. So
1: here's, it's not just that. Okay. I navigating other people's egos. And some people say, why would you do that? Why are you protecting those egos hmm. like that's not your responsibility yeah
0: I'd be like fuck them they're stupid egos. and I'm thinking
1: well you know what makes my job easier right and they're like yeah but you're enabling them like if you if it, yeah sure they might not blow up at you right now because you hmm. help make them feel secure in their delusional beliefs Yeah. But maybe I told this actress, yeah, it was all my fault. Yeah. All my directing problems. Nothing about you. You're perfect. And they believed it. And then they ended up doing what I wanted.
0: Perfect and beautiful.
1: And I got what I wanted in the end. Is that the way to go? Yeah. In a time compressed moment where, you know, we're running out of time and I need to get something out of them. Yeah. I think I made the right choice. It's good to navigate egos in that way. But in general, is that a good thing to do with everybody or is it good to kind of help people realize when their ego is getting in the way? If you're really- I mean,
0: there's a way to do that. I don't know that you can go around fixing people's egos. But if
1: you're a true oh, yeah. friend with somebody and it's your friend, and they're not a narcissist, they just have an ego about something. Is it important for you as a friend to help them grow or, you know, to tell them the truth and not just tell them what they want to hear? When people tell, like I said, they told Putin what he wanted to hear, that's not good for him in the end. The thing is they're not really his friend. Yeah, but
0: it wouldn't be good for them if they told him the truth, though.
1: Cause like, yeah, exactly. You know. So I'm not the kind of person who's gonna murder my friends if they tell me. Oh, that's so a really that is something I need to work on. So because I've been telling I-
0: you horrible things. If you were the type <laughs> yeah. to murder friends, I-, I would be the first. Yeah. To
1: know. <laughs> you know, and similarly, I guess I navigate egos in that way with people because I understand how much it can. I, I empathize. I empathize with people being tactless and. You know how much it could hurt when somebody you know hits you in the insecurity. Right. But that said, logically, I know that I want people to do that for me, but I don't want them to do it for me all the time and recklessly. I want them to do it tactfully, right? I want to hear it in a way that I
0: was I supposed to be like cushioning your ego. I've never done that. Should I be a better friend? (laughs) You
1: don't have to cushion the ego but there's a way to
0: like pat it politely I don't like know. good ego good job there's a way
1: not to just throw a nuclear bomb in there Oh, okay <laughs> <and> instead... <laughs>
0: there's something in between where you're just like kind of kicking it a little bit
1: because obviously i'd like to believe that i can just take any criticism mm-hmm. anytime ever but the truth is yeah we all have egos about certain things the way that i define myself mm-hmm. if somebody attacks that and says i am not who i think i am yeah that's a lot to take right. now maybe that's not what they meant but if they don't say it right that might be how it comes off. Yeah. Maybe they're like, maybe you could do this a little better. Mm-hmm. You're pretty good at this thing, but I think that you're not so good when you're trying to do that thing. Mm. Well, if they can tactfully explain that to me so that I can work on that while not feeling like it just destroyed who I thought I was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I do have issues probably in the area of, like I said, if somebody attacks me as a storyteller and says I'm your shit storyteller, I probably, my ego will probably kick and be like, fuck you. I'm I'm not a to tell a story. Oh, and
0: also to clarify, I wasn't saying that you were a bad storyteller. I was just saying it annoys me when people define themselves as a storyteller, but I understand why you would, and it makes sense that you do. And I,
1: (laughs) you, yes. You know, I also define myself as somebody who cares a lot about psychology and understand and empathy. If somebody said to me, Josh, you really aren't that empathetic I really feel like you don't you know how to you? empathize with somebody <laughs> I'm triggering myself just saying that because I care so much about it <laughs> but they might be right that I might not have been in the moment but I might have been triggered if they didn't tactfully yeah. explain that to me right
0: could you it's very sweet that one of the worst insults you can think of someone saying to you is like Josh you're not empathetic and you're like oh my god my sense of self I get it though I would feel well <laughs> I just be like whatever you don't know me fuck you I hate I <laughs> well, that's also,
1: that could be an, an ego defense. It could be an ego defense yes. there, where someone says, fuck you, you don't know me. I
0: have a very aggressive ego defense.
1: Oftentimes we have to see the intent of the criticism or we have to look at, it's important to look at what someone is meaning because it's really hard to It's a minefield to try to explain something in the right way, right? This whole podcast, I feel like is an exercise and us trying to say things in the right way. It's a skill to develop. I
0: feel like I never say anything, yeah. (laughs) I always want to like undo backspace, backspace, all the things that I said.
1: That's why you like, you know, writing because writing, you can do that. But when you're talking, you can't just undo. I guess I can edit out a podcast. It's a good way to do that. Yeah, but you won't. Sometimes
0: When you're editing, I have to fight with you to take stuff out.
1: (laughs) Because I don't want to lie. This is who we are. All right. These are the things we said. So anyways, to answer our question, yeah, I do have, like everybody, there's an ego there. I'm constantly monitoring it. I think it's a super important thing to do. And when people call me out on that, honestly, one of the things that I hate being called out on whether it's true or not, is being told that I have a big ego. Mm. If someone says, you're having a real ego oh, about really? this thing. No one wants to be told you have such an ego, like you're being egotistical. I feel
0: like I kind of said that to you at the beginning of this podcast. I said that you could come off as someone who has an ego unintentionally. Look at
1: the tact you used right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm really tactful. <laughs> you're careful, but also because it, I think there's also a difference. It is important to be tactful because there is a difference. To say someone has a big ego or to say someone could come off as someone that does to other people.
0: Yeah. Well, I had someone tell me once, like.
1: What did they say, Aya?
0: You can tell Someone was like, that Josh, (laughs) like, thinks a lot of himself. And I was like, no, Josh is like the nicest person. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry.
1: I'm so triggered right now, but I need to learn my own lesson right now.
0: I realized and which,
1: what the lesson is in there.
0: So they listened to people pleasing. And I think because you talked a lot about directing and they didn't listen to the other ones first. Yeah. So they didn't know you. And I was like, it was weird to go into like defensive because I'm used to attacking you all the time. But like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, no, you have to know Josh. He's like the nicest person you'll ever meet. Like he, he loves everybody. He's like at people that I can't stand. He'll be like, no, no, you have to see the good in them. And yeah, so don't worry. And it was just like a first impression.
1: No, that's really important for me to know that. And this is a good exercise. You
0: look so sad. Uh, We're watching in action. What happens when you hear?
1: Here's the truth right now. I do care a lot about what other people think of me, which, you know, flies in the face of the fact that I take a lot of like risks socially as well for the for someone who cares a lot about what people think of me that's
0: good good you should Uh,
1: yeah i don't know it's always a balance and i don't get that balance right and this
0: person listened to other and then they were like oh yeah 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 It was just like that initial impression so don't worry about it
1: look i talk about myself a lot it's true and also it's a podcast where we talk about ourselves a lot it's
0: literally we're sitting here talking about ourselves like if you don't want to hear us talk about ourselves Mm -hmm. please don't listen to the
1: podcast (laughs) but you know, it is important to know how we come off. And if we're doing a decent job at, you know, conveying things correctly, accurately. Now, if they might think that, and I could still think the things that they, that makes me egotistical about, like, if I think I am good at something, and I just say it, I go, okay, I'm sorry, maybe it sounds egotistical. But I'm trying to be honest because I will also tell you the things I think I'm not good at. I think I'm a, I think I'm a pretty good writer. I don't think I'm the best writer in the world. I think I'm constantly growing in that regard. Same thing with directing. You're
0: a very precise writer. and I trust your writing. That's. I mean, I, I only know from your descriptions of the podcast. So that's what I'm basing this on. It's funny
1: because you know me in that regard. But I bet if you're talking to my friend Jacob, you'd be like, what? Really? Gosh, precise. He doesn't seem to care what word he uses. He doesn't seem really? to care. I don't know. It depends. Oh my god! Like, oh, it depends. It depends. You it depends.
0: obsess over the words. I'm like. Oh, Sometimes I do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, yeah. that was actually very enlightening yeah. to hear.
0: Oh my god! I'm so sorry. I'll try
1: not to dig and find out who that person I need was. To it doesn't say matter. Nothing. No, it was. This is what
0: happens. I'm a little bit tired, and I. No, it was good.
1: Like, it was a good Ugh. thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good oh thing.
0: God. But <laughs> most people say, "Oh my god, that Josh guy is so funny." That's what I'm saying. I really like
1: him. Like Josh, a good solid 56% of people. I
0: don't talk to that many people. So yeah.
1: A good solid 50% of people.
0: <laughs> of the two people I've spoken to. Yeah. No.
1: no. Okay, well. We
0: wrap this up, leave it on that weird this, note of.
1: No, that's good. It's good to be, no. I like that you challenged my ego right there and i uh, that's, that's a good thing it's what this is about you do
0: it to me now tell me something horrible someone said about me now.
1: everyone always says good things about you they say you have a great podcasting voice
0: oh josh don't
1: am i just protecting your ego or am i telling you the truth you'll never know
0: are you just protecting me i don't know. You'll never know tell me tell me the truth give me the hard truth yeah
1: that is the truth
0: <laughs> oh that's nice
1: it is the truth i mean they don't know you like i do that's the thing
0: <laughs> they don't know. And they don't know what you edit out.
1: That's true. So
0: let's hear it. Let's hear it. What's your worst opinion of me?
1: No, I don't have a worst opinion of me. It's not Come a, on. also, I it's I can not take the point. It. It's not the point of. Uh...
0: No, but I want to hear it. So I can graciously take whatever criticism and incorporate it into an enhanced ego defense.
1: No, there's nothing. In fact, I think you're so self-critical about certain things. I think that sometimes gets in your too self-critical. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually that gets in your own way. It's actually the opposite fact. All these things are like hey, get come on, Josh, criticize me. That's not what you need. It's actually the opposite. You need mm-hmm. to know that it's okay that people aren't going to think immediately bad of you oh, if you say this or that thing. or very insightful. We don't need to cut this or that thing out.
0: I just assume that people will think the worst. You know, your
1: parents aren't going to hate you because you said this very mild truth.
0: I don't even care anymore if they hate me. No, I'm just kidding. Totally care. <laughs> <laughs> I do care. <laughs> I remember once that rabbi that you were talking about said he was giving- You know who prayer. I'm talking about? I assume it was Rabbi Laser.
1: It wasn't. It was Mordecai, Silverberg.
0: Oh, I don't really know him that well. It was
1: great. He actually said it at the university. Yeah, I I liked it I like what he was saying
0: just to so that I don't sound like I hate rabbis
1: <laughs> I know you don't hate rabbis I know yeah. you like to overemphasize your issues with religion sometimes but yeah
0: yeah so rabbi was saying something about like we all care what our someone thinks and our what our parents think and I was like I must have been like 17 or 18 and I remember being like and I did like a little like kind of scoff and he looks right at me, like this was in a synagogue, like I was sitting among many chairs and he yeah. looked right at me and he said, and if you reacted to that, then you probably care more than you, than most, or you probably care more than you think or something like that. And I just remember thinking like, oh man, that, that hits hard. I do care more than I would like to admit, you know? The ego
1: was trying to protect you and he broke through it. Yeah.
0: I was like, I don't care. And he was like, that means you care even more. Only
1: rabbis are smart.
0: That rabbi <laughs> is fine.
1: Just because we don't necessarily think that the source of where, some of that's coming from if we're not in agreement. I feel
0: like he's going to listen to this and I'm going to feel horrible that I... He's a lovely man. He's a lovely person. No,
1: no, it's okay. Really insightful.
0: Very funny. I don't
1: want to lie. If we have disagreements about things, I think it's important to know. I
0: just disagree on the God stuff. But I mean, he's the kind of person who would be like... "Hmm." Let's talk about that. It's good to have uh, doubts. Okay. Anyways, we've talked way too much about rabbis in this episode. I think
1: this was a fantastic conversation and we got to some real truths and we couldn't ask for more than that. So, Well,
0: your positivity carries us both through this or <laughs> God carries me through this. Josh.
1: <laughs> it's good. This. It's, it's always great chatting with you. I really do feel Thank like I grow much. from this podcast. And part of the reason is because uh, I know it's one of the reasons I love doing this with you. I, because I do, I challenge myself and my ego constantly. You know, one of the things that I've been kind of against that people always say I should do is. Josh, you should talk to a therapist. Now I do still stand by the fact that I don't (laughs) want to spend money on it right now if I'm not that mentally unwell.
0: I love that you're like, everybody tells me to talk to a therapist. (laughs) I'm never going to do it.
1: No, they're not telling me. to, And I don't think they're telling me to talk to a therapist because they think I'm mentally unwell. They just think it's great to talk to a therapist and it can help everybody. And they're right. Of course it can help everybody. And you know, if you watch Ted lasso season two, it's all about that. I'm not Against the idea of talking to therapy. In fact, I recommend it to other people often. <laughs> but I'm against me talking to a therapist. And I'm not Gosh. against it in general. It's I love talking to people, but it costs money. I always point that out. I always point that out.
0: Okay, if you had free therapy with something.
1: So here's the thing.
0: But they were still getting paid, but not by you.
1: Okay. So I'd recently told myself, you know what? I think I'm looking at this wrong. I'm looking at it as I don't have any sort of I'm not like I don't think I have some extreme mental illness that needs to be dealt with. No, I don't like I already that. am very honest with people. <laughs> you know why do i need a therapist to also be on it like i'm just going to be repeating myself is there anything i'm really going to reveal that i wouldn't reveal to my close friends that i already am an open book with
0: but they give you like an objective feedback that's different than your friends
1: i try to have friends that give me objective feedback i have you for yeah. example
0: <laughs> well thank <laughs> you.
1: and they do a podcast no, but that's diff- okay, oh, sorry, obviously I'll this first of all this, yeah, this does okay. count as some therapy i don't want to diminish this but obviously there are things you get out of therapy too that could be very useful and i thought about this and i was like you know I, maybe i'm looking at this wrong what are some things that i wish I could do better that I'm not doing a great job at, that maybe a therapist could help me with.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. You know,
1: I realize that sometimes when I feel attacked in a moment, for example, when I'm working on, you know, the TV show with my group, mm-hmm. I respond really fast and really hard.
0: Really? Oh, I've never seen you do that. I don't,
1: I get triggered. Like, I think I know what they're saying. and I'm I i don't even want to hear the rest of it. I, I want to stop it before we start talking about it for half an hour mm-hmm. and I don't respond well. And I eventually come around. I come around after going at it for a bit, but I don't like that initial response. And I'm already trying to deal with that. It's a
0: reaction more than a response.
1: Sure. It was a reaction more than a response. Exactly. You're right. I reacted instead of responding. It's a problem I sometimes have. I was like, you know what, what if I, I'm sure if I talked to a therapist, if I brought this up, they'd probably give me a bunch of tools. mechanisms and tools yeah. in order to better respond mm-hmm. in situations like this and find out why I respond the way that I do yeah. in this regard. And even if I've already discussed it with others, I could do it more objectively. Do you
0: want to learn more about yourself?
1: Yeah. 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 And I'd be there to do that. I wouldn't feel like I'm using up my friend's time
0: exactly. to
1: talk about it. So good. that's right. Uh, yeah.
0: It's like a workshop, but on you, you're the subject. Yeah. It's like, help me figure out how to fix this thing. Yeah. That's how I would always, like, when I would go, I'd be like, I have a problem. And I, let's fix it together or even if it's not like a big problem sometimes it's just like yeah. you know how you don't always have to do like a whole overhaul of your house yeah it's just like you need a light dusting maybe you yeah. just need a light dusting yeah. in your brain before it gets too messy when it comes
1: down to it i just had to get past my own ego yeah and how i define myself as a mentally healthy person yeah and so obviously i've got,
0: i mean you're mentally healthy all things considered like-
1: i think so too but of course i feel attacked like again it's the tact of it right immediately that triggers me when someone's like oh you should go talk to a therapist it's already feels like it's attacking hmm. a way that i define myself right and i need to get past that shit yeah you know i need to just get past the open and listen it really is important to listen sometimes I look i talk a lot but i do think it's really you're important sure to listen
0: but you're a good listener too you are i'm so sorry no yeah i You know, I'm joking, Josh, you're a very good listener. If I thought you talked too much and didn't like talking to you, I wouldn't do this. You know, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't keep talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that this is my way of communicating. Yeah. Because you're making... Like a happy face that's hiding a sad face. Right no, no. I know we're going back we're, and forth. Okay, let's just, and forth. let's just finish. Uh, let's just we're done, right? No,
1: we both can address. Oh my egos. god, everybody's fine. Everybody's great. Blah blah
0: blah. <laughs> Nobody's invading anybody anybody's countries Whatever
1: issues we have, we'll deal with it in another podcast, next therapy session. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Next. <laughs> All right. This has been another episode of Adulthood Friends. <clears throat> Let me do that again. I got kind of like raspy. This has been another episode of Adults Friends. I guess I'm just raspy today.
1: You really want to make sure that sounds okay because as you know, you define yourself now as somebody who has a really oh good podcasting God. voice. Well, so. you're
0: the one, you can't tell me that people say that because now I feel like I have to live up to that.
1: There you go. All right. Sometimes other people do make our ego. Okay, I'm done. Okay.
0: Oh my God, Josh. It's
1: over. <laughs> Sometimes we get an ego over. because of what other Shut people up. say. Like they say, you don't want to, it's true. I protected- <laughs> My friend's ego so much sometimes that I gave them such a big ego that when I started, like I told some of my friends once that they were so good at what they were doing and that they were so amazing at it all the time and that they were never doing anything wrong that when I started surpassing them in this field in some way, their brains weren't able to be like, what are you? but I thought I was- That's
0: not compute. And it has a
1: cognitive dissonance, yeah.
0: Okay, well, that's sad. You know what? So don't be so nice to people, Josh.
1: Don't overprotect people's egos either. Reel
0: it in a little bit. Okay, reel it in. So you're
1: you're actually, your project invoice, Aya, Oh my is- I know it's great. We have a good podcasting voice. No,
0: it. it's not that good. I understand. It's
1: fantastic. I was joking. I've
0: heard people with like good radio voices. This whole story was No, it's fine. Joke. It's fine, Josh. I can take the criticism.
1: I know, but it would be lying.
0: Well, but now I feel all this pressure. Now everybody's thinking like, does she have a good podcasting voice? I'm going to really listen now. Don't really listen.
1: You do for now. One day you might not, Ugh. but you do.
0: What the hell? What do you <laughs> one day I might not?
1: i'm shifting the conversation so so. much right now
0: oh my god all right this has been another episode of adulted friends i can't i can't if you enjoyed this please subscribe or follow us or do both of those things or any number of things we also have polls that you can do on I'm showing thumb movements to indicate- To
1: show how we would use a poll. Cell
0: phones. How <laughs> you would use a, a cell phone poll in Spotify, asking things like, what size is your ego? Small, medium, large, you know, <laughs> extra large, child size.
1: <laughs> now we know what our poll is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just an idea. I'm just throwing things out there. <laughs> and yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And I don't know, anything to add to that, John? Did you
1: say where they should follow us? I think you just kind of skipped that part.
0: Don't people know by now? No, they don't. This would be the
1: first episode. What are you talking about? Just like that story you told about them listening to people pleasing. I know.
0: I know because they were like, "Oh, that's a problem I have." So they were listening to people pleasing. There you go. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, and anywhere you like to listen. Probably sometimes
1: Facebook as well if you live in the right region.
0: Sometimes Facebook as well, and yeah, we have a page on Facebook. So if you follow us, we're on there, and Josh posts stuff on Instagram too although i think that's just from his personal account so maybe you you want to follow that or not i don't know how that works good
1: way to get people to follow me on my personal account boom self-promotion
0: okay yeah so everybody follow josh he (laughs) he he does stuff it's good
1: you know the more followers you have in the industry the more people take you seriously i don't want
0: people. yeah i don't I can't relate that seems like the hardest part of that industry to me. I'm sure there's harder parts.
1: I don't like that stuff honestly. Yeah. Fake.
0: But you're you're good at it. So yeah, Josh does all the self-promo or all the promotion Josh does all the promotion stuff and keeps everybody updated on
1: Facebook. While we're at it, can you subscribe to my channel on YouTube? Uh, Action yeah, Potential Productions.
0: To- action potential productions where uh <laughs> you've got active shooter among other things that have hit millions of views it's a
1: movie by the way you should probably <laughs> note that
0: <laughs> <laughs> movie
1: movies movies i was like please say movie
0: <laughs> films josh i once wrote movies in an essay and the proffer read it was like mm, in academia Movies refer to as films. And I was like, what? Horse.
1: That is the most pretentious yeah. thing I've ever heard. Movies and films, it's the same shit.
0: <laughs> well, you don't call it a movie in an essay. Come on.
1: You do. What are you talking about? No. They're synonyms.
0: Well, yes. But she was from like the film department initially.
1: Actually, so we like, call it motion pictures. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a film. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. She was pretentious. She is pretentious. We've, She's still alive. Had some, being pretentious everywhere. Oh, my so, God. Yeah.
1: Oh We've had God. some messes of ending an episode before, but this has got to be the messiest. Oh my
0: God. Yeah. I'm not even going to say anything else. I think you should just end it somewhere in that. Where do we end it now?
1: Do we put ourselves out of our misery? No more words. Oh my God. You know, I think I've just reached ego death. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've achieved it. I think I've achieved ego death. This has been a spiritual oh, experience.
0: You live in LA. How do you not, how have you not heard more about ego death? Like that's probably. It's an like, irony like, because those...
1: everybody here has huge egos. What are you talking about? It's <laughs> yeah. LA. <laughs>
0: yeah, but they're the ones talking about like, I just like, I felt so connected to the world. It was like, I didn't even like feel like me anymore. I was just like part of the fabric of the universe. No, I don't. And know. they're
1: just like, I, 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 me, 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 I, yeah, I, 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 I.
0: It's often the people with the biggest egos who think they've reached some kind of ego death. Anyways, why are we talking again? Why are we talking oh my god because we obviously
1: have some things to resolve here (laughs) maybe post podcast let's get into it (laughs)
0: but i think that it is like an idealistic thing and like the stuff that i've read about like egos okay why why (laughs) why stop oh
1: my god Uh, just remember the bigger an ego you have the more you're like hitler
0: it's always good to end with hitler
1: again what is out of our misery we need a final solution here
0: (laughs) oh my god no Chai. Egomaniac.
1: Throwing in the word egomaniac. (laughs) We didn't use the word egomaniac and we're talking about ego? Maniac. Use egomaniac in a sentence.
0: You are an egomaniac. You are not an egomaniac.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Despite what some
0: people may believe, Josh is not an egomaniac.
1: Oh, thanks.